0: Hey Reading Circle Novices and Dedicates, Molly here. For our last bonus episode before we come back with Magic Steps, I wanted to get a little personal. 2020 was a heavy year for all of us, and nearly six months into 2021, things are still hard. We've been separated from our friends and family, we've struggled with the emotional weight of isolation, and many of us here have lost people. For me, it was my dad. And one of the things that my dad and I always shared was literature. In a way, I guess you could say that my dad was the first person who taught me about the sacredness of reading, and after he died there was this poem I couldn't get out of my head. So I'm going to share it with you today, in the hopes that whoever you are, wherever you are, and whoever you have lost, whether this year or long before, it can be of some comfort to you. This is do not stand by my grave and weep by mary elizabeth fry do not stand at my grave and weep i am not there i do not sleep i am a thousand winds that blow i am the diamond glints on snow i am the sun on ripened grain i am the gentle autumn rain when you awaken in the morning's hush I am the swift uplifting rush of quiet birds in circled flight i am the soft stars that shine at night do not stand at my grave and cry i am not there i did not die and before i go i want to bring you one more poem this is a poem I wrote last year, inspired by Rebecca Spees and Joan Cummins of the Tortallan Knights podcast, who wrote to their childhood selves on one of their episodes. This is a letter to my 12-year-old self. Dear Molly, I know you are going through a lot right now. You don't have a place you belong. All of your accomplishments at home are overshadowed by those of your siblings. You will never be fashionable or normal enough to be accepted at school. You can't even be yourself around your so-called friends. The last time you let your guard down around them, they sold your pudding cup to a random kid for a spare quarter. I'm sorry to say, you will not easily forget this. Perhaps it is because even the adults in your life cannot figure out that it's not about the pudding cup. It's about the fact that there is literally no one in your life you can trust with your magic. Because you have magic. You can already feel it in you bursting to come out. Your entire life is like living in an augmented reality with this other fantastical world overlaid on yours and no one else can see it. Well, you aren't the only one. Very soon, maybe even this year or the next, you will meet four kids like you. Four kids who are bursting with magic that no one can see. Magic so strong it feels sometimes like it might rip them apart at the seams. Maybe you have already seen them from afar. Maybe you have run across them in the bookstore and you can still hear their voices calling your name. If you have missed them, do not worry. They will find you. And they will guide your way to Winding Circle Temple. You will grow up with these mages and learn from them all your life. Again and again, they will confirm what you have always known, that magic is everywhere around you. It is not taken or channeled or used, it is crafted. And if you can't find a place to belong, you can craft one. I won't lie and tell you the journey will be smooth after that, but they will help you. They will make you clothes to protect yourself and armor to get you through your battles. They will carry you through storms and guide you down a path filled with flowers, and you will learn how to weave words like spider webs. You will discover how to paint the skies of your earth a new color and build the VR screen that will finally let everyone else see what you have seen all along. And you will find so many other worlds in the process, because the beauty of ambient magic is that It isn't obvious. You will find people with your gift and so many others hiding in plain sight. You will learn to spin your magic with theirs and you will at long last build a place where you belong, a family. And that family will feel so strong it just might be able to withstand anything. Who's to say otherwise? Many of these people will be different from you. They may come from different countries or speak different languages. They may have interests you don't understand. They may be kings or beggars. Some of them you may not like at first. All of them are sure to hurt your feelings, just as you are sure to hurt theirs. But if you touch your magics together, none of these things will matter because it is the differences that will make your tapestry colorful and it is the mistakes that will make it unique. But because I know you have never had good balance, and you may struggle to get up, I have come to give you these blessings. May you have Sandry's fiery sense of justice and Lark's unending patience. May you have Triss's steadfast willingness to learn and Nico's sense of all things magic. May you have Daja's grounded faith and Frostpine's joyous humor. May you have Briar's sense of wonder and Rosethorn's fierce love of all things. And on that note, may you have Crane's dedication and Gorse's generosity. If you carry these blessings with you, then I promise that even when everything is at its darkest, you will find your light. If you enjoyed these poems, then I highly encourage you to check out the podcast Poetize, hosted by my good friend Doug Shields, who is herself an amazing poet, and each week curates a fantastic collection of poems about current events and more, many of which are read by the poets themselves. To me, Poetize is one of those podcasts that can blow away clouds as easily as Trisana Chandler. Please tell us what literature brings you comfort during hard times by emailing us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com or let us know on any of our social media pages. If you do, we'll automatically enter you to win our next sacred reading kit. We'll see you next week with a new book and a hope for a better year. Take care.